Welcome to Ramplify, a student-centered podcast hosted by the Center for Career Equity, Development, and Success at Suffolk University. This podcast is produced to support the ways you think about, talk about, and engage with career readiness and career self-management. Hello, my name is Ade Sur, and I'm here today with Dave Mary. Hi, Dave. Hi, Ade. I would like for us to talk a little bit about the changes that have happened in our office. Can you tell us about those changes? Absolutely. So we have had a big year in the Career Center at Suffolk. I joined the team in July of 2020, which was an interesting time to start a new job with the mandate to reimagine what the Career Center looked like and to expand our size, which has been a fun project over the past year. Since that time, we've quadrupled, a little more than quadrupled in size, um, and built out some new teams And so we've really been able to focus people's roles on what students need, whether that be really focusing on their industry-specific needs, accounting or the arts or STEM fields, or focusing on where they are in their career journey, whether it be their first year or their time as an alum. We've really been able to shape those roles to meet students' needs and to grow our reach across the university. In terms of programming, what are the exciting things that we can look out for this fall? Yeah, so because we have so many more folks who are focusing on specific parts of the student experience, a lot of the programming is going to be very tailored to specific needs. So whether that be a networking event for a particular industry or an informational event for alumni or for students who are about to graduate or gearing up for internships, you'll find programming that's specifically targeted to specific points where you are in your journey. You'll see a lot more offerings available. So the time of day, the number of programs we're doing per week, also our modalities. We're continuing to do a lot of virtual programming. We know that that was a really big success and it helped us engage with more students, more alumni, more employers when we had virtual programming. So we'll have a mixed modality of programming. But really the ultimate change will be that there's more tailored and targeted programming that's directly addressing the needs that students have now, rather than our need to have sort of very general programming in the past. Well, I appreciate that. One of the things that um, you mentioned is this intentional change. And I know that we're part of the Suffolk 2025 plan, and this expansion is a commitment to our students. But from your perspective, what do we hope would the impact will be? I think that students uniformly and their families look at college as a way to advance their career prospects, whether that be to have more opportunities and choices or to have be more successful by their definition of success. And so it behooves every university to think, What's the office on our campus doing that's focused on career success? So my hope is that our newly reimagined and grown office is making sure that every student along their way is thinking about their career path from day one to graduation, but also feeling supported in editing that career path, finding resources, building networks, so that every step of the way they feel like they have the resources they need, the information they need to secure the job that they want right after graduation. I think that's almost a moral obligation of a university that's saying we're going to prepare you for the world of work to say we're also gonna prepare you for securing your place in the world of work and give you the tools and knowledge so that you are in control of that process. So my hope is that every student at Suffolk, not just those who choose to interact with us once or twice, but every single Suffolk student feels the benefit of the programming and the resources that we're making available. Our new center name is the Center for Career Equity Development and Success. Why are those words important? The word equity really came up so often while we were building our team, while we were thinking about our values and our mission, when we think about what Suffolk stands for, um, and it's really central to our goal as a center. Equity means traditionally in career services that students have equitable access to career outcomes, that our students from all races, from first gen and not first gen, male and female students and students of all genders, LGBTQ students, they have equitable outcomes. And we provide services and resources for students who face systemic bias in the workplace. And that is one of the most critical things that we can do is how do we provide 
those resources for students who are negotiating those systemic barriers that are involved in the hiring process and the promotion process, et cetera. At the same time, we want to make sure that everybody is part of this conversation around creating a more inclusive workplace. So even students with majority identities and employers and alumni who are not facing systemic bias, we want them to be aware of their identities and the responsibilities that they have to creating a more equitable workplace. One of the fun projects that we have lined up for the fall is the first gen career stories. And I've been chatting with first gen alums. And recently an alum asked me, what are we doing different? And I mentioned that the fact that we have development in our name makes me so excited because the goal is that that interaction with students begins from day one to graduation, that we are that office that a student can come to and say, I'm not exactly sure what I'm doing, and they'll get support. Or another student can come in and say, I know what I'm majoring in, but I don't know how to take it to the next step. Or even if it's just an alum who wants to come in and say, I've been doing this career for five, 10 years, and I want to change. So we are looking at that development stage as saying to a student, what do you need? How can we help you? And that for me is exciting to have development success and to top it up equity for each student, because at the end of the day, what you need and what I need could be totally different. But a student coming to us would know that wherever they are, we're happy to meet them there. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that individualization piece is so key because success can mean something so different to you as well, right? So success looks different for everybody. I think half the battle is defining it for yourself and knowing that it'll change over time. And then the other half is how can we then know what success means for you and point you in the right direction or give you those tools. So I think, like you said, every step of thinking about equity, thinking about development and thinking about success has to be an individual conversation with students. And this leads us to the conversation about how do we make this targeted conversations focused on to different groups. So we have different stakeholders, our students, alums, faculty, staff, community partners. So how are we communicating differently with these different groups? Yeah, so I think even within current students, I think we have different messages for first-year students, transfer students, graduate students, thinking about where you are in your career path. And again, that might look different than your peers as well, but just understanding that the type of career exploration you're doing in your first year is really unique. I mean, your needs are going to change throughout your time as you become a senior or you're a graduate student about to finish your program, and you have some more specific time-sensitive needs. So there are programs that are really designed to help people explore, build networks, set a foundation. And then there's also programming and resources that help people take action, take action on that to secure a job, to negotiate a salary, to find employment, to go into grad school. So those are some of the services for current students. We also know that alumni continue to have career needs. All of us are employees for life until we retire. That's getting later and later in life. And we know that people's careers are going to change. So how can we help our alumni navigate those changes, whether they be changes that they're taking on themselves or changes that are imposed on them, giving them the resources during that time as well. Those look a little bit different. So changing your career path after you've worked in a career for a while is a different conversation. But we have people on our team who are focusing on that alumni experience. And so we're excited to offer those services. For our faculty and staff, we view them as partners in this conversation. So students are going to be meeting with their faculty far more than they're meeting with us. And we want to make sure that faculty have the tools and the knowledge so that they can have career conversations with students and that staff can have career conversations with students as well as we can. So we want to serve as thought leaders on campus so that everybody is sort of empowered to talk about what's your career path, what's your next step with the students they're working with. And then with the community, we see ourselves as a really integral member of the community. So offering internships for students and full-time employment means that we're sending Suffolk students out into the Boston community and out into the global community. So how can we help those students add value and how can we have that be a two-way conversation? 
As we talk about um, students and alum, one of the areas of focus has been our work around first-gen students, international students, students with marginalized identities. And we've also talked about students with majority identity as well. How do we hope to get students involved with our center? I think that the best way for students to get involved in our center is to do a real assessment of what their needs are at that time. Meet with somebody from our team to say, here's where I'm at right now. Can you help me figure out where to get started? I think those individual conversations are a great way to start and a great way to meet somebody on our team one-on-one. That being said, we hope that every single student, regardless of their identities, has some time at Suffolk, multiple times, where they're really thinking about what does my identity mean in relation to my career path? So whether that be programming specifically targeted for students of color or LGBTQ students, or programming that's fairly generalized, but where students with majority identities have a chance to say, what is my identity? How has that played a role in how I got here? And what responsibilities or privileges do I have that I'm able to leverage in the workforce to create change? And so we hope that all of the programming is accessible for all students, but we do hope that that conversation around individuals' identity and their responsibilities and needs throughout their career is woven into all of our conversations. We're returning back to campus after about a year and some months of being either in some cases being remote or in some cases a hybrid learning process. And we can't ignore the fact that this has had an effect on our students and faculty and campus partners. How do we take into consideration what these effects have been for our students and campus partner and acknowledging that as we proceed to launching new programming a new center for? I think the most critical thing is to to be in continuous dialogue with students and with our partners to say, are we meeting your needs? Is this what's appropriate right now? Is this the type of programming or the modality of programming that you need right now? We've been doing a lot of thinking about that as we go into the fall semester, but we're going to keep checking that against where people are at. The world is changing much more quickly now than at any other time, and we need to be responsive to that and not just go with, this is how we've always done it. So we're excited to have this hybrid, you know, some online, some in-person programming. That may change depending on how things change for the spring semester or how things change in October. So we're very fortunate to have the ability to be nimble with that. And I think if we're thinking about the changes that the past year and a half have had for students as they prepare to be employees, capitalizing on those strengths of adaptability and flexibility, being able to see opportunities and challenges. That's what I think everyone's learned in this time. And that's what I really hope that students are able to capitalize on as they enter the field to say, I was in school during an incredibly challenging time. Here's how that's prepared me to think on my feet in the future. Here's how that's prepared me to think adaptively for the next problem or the next opportunity that comes along. And so that's what we hope to do as a center is say, how can we stay nimble and change with what students and employers need on any given month or even semester? Well, thank you for the conversation, Dave. It's been great chatting with you and I look forward to working with you in the fall. Thanks, Ade. I appreciate it. In addition to my conversation with Ade, I also had the opportunity to chat with Suffolk University President Marisa Kelly about the ways that our entire Suffolk community is supporting the university's commitment to career readiness education. Here's a snippet of that conversation. I'm joined in the studio today with President Marisa Kelly to discuss the importance of career readiness education at Suffolk. So, Marisa, thank you so much for your time today. Really happy to be here, Dave. So one of the things that drew me to Suffolk and I think is so critical is in the strategic plan, it states that career readiness is core to the academic mission at Suffolk University. And I wonder if you can tell me a little bit more about how that came to be and what that means to you as the president. Absolutely. And first, though, if I may, I'd like to say I think it's really core not just to the academic mission, but to the educational mission, because career readiness is central to everything we 
we do here. And Suffolk is a place where learning inside the classroom and learning outside of the classroom go hand in hand. It's really essential to the student experience. And you're absolutely right. Career readiness is at the center of everything we do. We have a student population that is at the undergraduate and graduate level, really, focused on the value of higher education and what it can do for them in terms of their careers and their potential to positively impact their communities over the course of their lives. We create transformational learning opportunities that lead to career success and positive community impact. So what we do, what you provide in the newly revamped and expanded center is really central to that. For students, what do you hope some of the long-term impacts of this career readiness initiative at Suffolk will be in terms of improved outcomes for students? What will that look like for students and alum in five to 10 years? Well, for students and alumni, I hope that it means that not only will they have their first choice jobs or higher education pursuits after they graduate, in the case of undergraduates, but that they will also have that kind of success five years out, 10 years out, 15 years out, that they will be starting here at Suffolk, really launching their career path rather than just focused on the first job that they're going to get out of school. And of course, that's something that we want for our students, but also as a support for our alumni over the course of their careers. The world is changing very rapidly and we need students who are prepared to change with it once they graduate and to be able to be part of our community over the course of their lives, having that support consistently. So I think those are the long-term outcomes. And the short-term, I hope that what we're doing for students is encouraging them and giving them the tools and resources and support they need to focus on the development of their career pathway from the moment they start here at Suffolk, whether that's as a first-year undergraduate, first-year graduate student, first-year law student, that they're mindful and intentional about what they do here and that they're tying that together with their aspirations for their lives, again, both from a career and a community perspective. What do you think are some qualities of Suffolk students and alumni that make them uniquely valuable to their professions? Our students are incredibly hardworking, driven. I think they have a lot of passion. And both because they are come from so many different walks of life, diversity, broadly speaking, it really describes our student body in, in so many ways, but also because this is an inclusive community and one that sits right in the heart of Boston. Our students have a lot of intercultural experiences, again, broadly defined. And so I think they bring with them the ability to engage with people who are very different from themselves. And that is such an asset to any employer. You had talked about the sort of rebranding, relaunch, reinvigoration of the Career Center. And we're very excited to be launching as the Center for Career Equity, Development and Success. Equity is core to our mission. I wonder, as you think about the Career Center and its focus on equity for students and its focus on education around issues of diversity, equity and inclusion, how does that mirror Suffolk's overall mission? And then what, what new aspects does it add to the work that happens at Suffolk? Diversity and inclusion have been central to Suffolk's mission since our founding. What that means has changed over time in 1906. That meant you know, letting Irish immigrants have access to a, a law degree. And now, of course, it means something much more broad than that, but absolutely core to who we have always been. And our central value proposition around this question of career success and community impact for our students is mirrored by our core commitment to diversity and inclusion. Now, I'm not suggesting that we have all the answers or that we're always perfect as a community, but we have 
as an aspiration to always be focused on questions of diversity, equity, and inclusion. They are key. And in my mind, the new Center for Career Equity Development and Success really brings those two things together in a meaningful way. And for the first time, brings an intentionality to our career development operation, an intentionality in mirroring that commitment to equity and inclusion. Mirroring is not really even the right word, integrating it fully into what we're doing in that operation. So the center is really sort of a microcosm, if you will, of the university and our core values and our core value proposition for students and alumni at every level across all of our schools. It's been fantastic to see the center grow over the past year, and we have many new resources, many new people who are focusing on Suffolk students and alumni career success. But we also see this as an entire institutional initiative. In what ways do you hope and and foresee that faculty, staff, and other members of our community are part of this career education conversation as we grow as a center? It's absolutely critical that this operation is something that is collaborative. So we can't talk about the Center for Career Equity Development and Success and just say, okay, that that's that office over there and they do that, right? They deal with career counseling, they deal with resume building, they deal with the whole question of equity and working with employers to help them. I mean, those are all great things and they are, of course, centered to what you and your team are doing. But if it's just your job, then we have failed as an institution. The idea here is to make this the central organizing way in which we at Suffolk deliver on our mission. We deliver on our commitment to our students, which means that faculty and staff need to be partnering with you. And quite frankly, our network of alumni need to be partnering with you, with all of us, to make sure that we're successful in living up to our commitments to our students. That is absolutely key. President Kelly, what was your first job? And how did that prepare you for where you are today? My very, very, very first job, if you discount babysitting, was actually uh, working in a movie theater behind the uh, candy counter when I was in high school. Honestly, I'm not sure I can say that uh, had a lot to do with my career path, although you do have to engage with people and troubleshoot on the fly. And there's a lot of being a college president that has those two things at at the center of it. So so I suppose there might be a, a connection there after all. Marisa, it's been great to talk with you more about this. Thank you so much for your time today. Really happy to be here. And thank you and your whole team for all the incredible work that you're doing. Thanks so much for listening. As always, be sure to check out our website at suffolk.edu slash careercenter and follow us on social media at suffolk underscore careers.